This is Hope FM. Well, now, here we are at the beginning of 2022. And to have a bit of vision and purpose, something to look forward to is really, really important. Now, somebody who's travelled that road and certainly still is, is Julie uh, Lemming. And Julie is the founder of a school, a dance school called Mad for Dance. The, you pronounce it, by the way, the mad with a letter four dance. So if you're looking up the website, which no doubt you probably will do after I've talked to Julie, uh, then I'll give you that again. But remember, the four bit is the letter four as opposed to the word four. Anyway, g- uh, good morning to you, Julie. Hi, Blair. <laughs> now, of course, you were on uh, with Ian whenever I was away on holiday talking mm. about uh, about your new charity that you've set up. Uh, Helping young lives. Have I got it right this time? Helping young minds. Young minds, right. <laughs> yeah. I am changing that right <laughs> on my notes. Yeah, helping young minds. It means the same thing, though. But obviously, uh, a lot of your professional work and, and, and what you're doing right now is in, in the world of, of dance. How did that start for you? Were you, were you always passionate about dance? Yes. Uh, yeah, for a young a- from a young age, I was very passionate about dance. I was a late starter, though, which is really unusual. Most um, children that go into dance as a career yeah, start when they're between five and eight years old, probably on average. Um, but I was a really, really shy child from a really big family. Um, my parents couldn't really afford at that time to send me to dance and they didn't really actually realise just that I was really passionate about it. I didn't talk very much when I was younger. I was yeah, very, very quiet. Um, but I was inspired by a friend at school who was a, an amazing dancer. And that had a good effect and a bad effect on me in that um, I just looked at her and thought I could never be like her so what's the point in even going to a dance class it wasn't until I moved away grew up a bit and got a job and could afford my own dance classes that I actually started professional training which is yeah like I said very unusual um, and yeah made it hard I had to work really really hard to, to get somewhere but it made me who I am today I mean, you said it was hard there, but it was probably scary as well as being mm. hard because I suppose starting anything new, you know, and, and going out on a limb really is a scary thing to do, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I think um, I think you're talking about dreams and visions. And I think that the difference between maybe having a dream or a vision is a dream is very much maybe attached to what you think you can do and what you want to do and this kind of like this dream in the sky of what if wouldn't that be amazing but I think when you when you have a strong vision or you have a real belief um, and I suppose in a way a, a real sense of purpose that carries you through those scary moments because you know it's not just about you or it's not just about doing something that's going to feel amazing for you it's about actually doing something that's quite profound and is going to help people as well, and of course, faith played a part uh, uh, as as well. What, what, did that play a big part in the in the early days? It's played, yeah, it's p- played a part in my journey from the beginning. Um, like like anyone, your faith, it, you know, sometimes it's strong and sometimes it doesn't feel strong. But for me, that belief has always been there, and that sense of, I, I guess, that greater purpose, the fact that you know, I'm here for a reason. I think has had a really big impact on me, and also, I know that that passion for dance and dance for me was just literally it's who I am it's like in my bones it was just I was burning you know so desperately passionate about somehow doing something um, with dance in my life and I did believe that that was something God gave me it was something he put in me and I think that although I had no confidence as a dancer I didn't feel I would amount to anything which sounds very ironic and very contradictory but I had no self-belief at all but I somehow, but I, but that burning desire to do something and somehow 
believe that something would happen and he'd do something with me and through me just just kept me going now of course anybody who's heard you being interviewed on hope fm and i know whenever ian and dan interviewed you it was your first time on radio wasn't it yes and, this is uh, my and, second <laughs> and, then, and then i i i listened to it myself and i thought that doesn't sound like a woman lacking in confidence <laughs> so, so obviously there was a real transformation in your own life in terms of of confidence but when did that begin when did it be- begin to develop it you know in yourself i think um going through my teenage years for most teenagers was quite tough but a, a real time where i i guess did a lot more self-discovery and to be honest it's, it doesn't feel like i'm a transformed person in that i'm still me and deep down i'm still not i don't feel like i'm an extrovert person i don't think i'm particularly talented or impactful or or even gifted, which sounds, I know, a bit like I'm trying to be a martyr, which I'm not. It's just, I think I've just grown. I've grown in, in my passion and my belief in what I'm doing. I think, obviously, I've got more confidence in that. Yeah, I'm on the right path and I'm, I'm doing something worthwhile. And, you know, I'm still going somewhere with it. Um, but, yeah, I think it's transformations. I think most of the time are quite gradual. And you, you don't realise they're happening. But of course, having walked that road yourself, I mean, now, of course, you're dealing with, I think you've got over 300 young people mm. in the current school right now. But I mean, all your life has been involved with young people and teaching them what, you know, the, the skills that you have in terms of, of dance. You must have seen in those young people, this, you know, what was in you, the, 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 the low level of confidence and all sorts of other things that unfortunately you know affect the lives of young people in in a negative way yeah absolutely and i think for, i mean dance for me has helped me get through some really difficult times in my life and i've had some really really low times <clears throat> and i i mean obviously i you know dance I, I believe is such a powerful art form because it includes all of our parts of our being it's it's holistic it's you know our body our mind our soul everything comes together to express express yourself in that moment so you know I know in myself it has sort of got me through difficult times and given me a confidence and given me a self-belief that I wouldn't have had otherwise so seeing dance do that to other people that to other children that that was what really drove me to continue as a dance teacher you know when I had like three people turning up in the church hall and I just thought well if I could just get five next week I've achieved something I had really low expectations but I just thought well if I can just see a few people grow and see dance um, you know use dance in their lives to help them feel more positive about themselves and and see them enjoy that passion then that's 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 enough that's great and that's you know I didn't know what I would end up you know what God would end up doing through me I didn't I didn't even believe I would ever have a dance school that was the expectations I had of myself but I trusted and thought well this is still the the direction I want to go whatever he does is great (laughs) however small have you ever heard that voice in your head saying Julie will you please stop putting yourself down you know (laughs) I know and I'm a real hypocrite because I'm you know I'm so passionate about the kids believing themselves I mean it's like it's just it's been from the very beginning that's what's driven me to you know to teach and to give me the confidence as a teacher is because I just so desperately want other children to sort of really recognize who they are and how unique how unique they are and how amazing they are and just you know it just breaks my heart when a young person doesn't see what value they have in this world it you know it really does so yeah I'm a real hypocrite but I do 
it just shows you actually just actually having a faith and having a passion for something, how actually it can just carry you into places yeah. you never thought you could go. Well, you're certainly not hypocritical because if you were hypocritical, you wouldn't be talking to me about it. <laughs> you're just very honest. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I think actually that's really important because truth be known, I think all of us struggle with our confidence, you know, mm. and, and even sometimes the people around us who seem to have, you know, everything together and, and, and no problems at all in life, you know, when you get to talk to them, you know, I've interviewed many people over the years and it's very interesting really you know that that inside all of us there is that, mm. that there's two voices isn't there there's yeah. one that's saying you can do it yeah, yeah. yeah and there's another one that says no you can't you know you're rubbish and whatever but of course you overcame all of that in, mm. the, in those early days you know when you were starting the school and you were hiring church hall yeah. um, and you, you said obviously even then you didn't think that you, you would ever have your own dance school when, when did you begin to realise that actually the skills that you had uh, were, were actually beginning to bear not just a little fruit but quite a lot of fruit um, I suppose it was probably well it was when my son was at, at junior school at primary school at the primary school and I started using, using the school hall um, and that was a, that gave me quite a good link to the school. The headmaster was quite supportive, and he said, "Yeah, come and sort of run a, a dance club after school." And it really, it really grew from then. And that that's when I obviously started to grow in confidence, and more people started to come. Um, but actually, as far as fi- um, calling it a school, I didn't do that for a long time, and I think that was partly um, what's the, what, bad association, um, a bit of a personal chip on my shoulder actually I suppose if I'm really honest because my experience of dance school was very very disciplinary very it's all about how you look not who you are um, it's more about passing an exam or kicking your leg as high as you can on stage or having the smile that you should have it was all very external and nothing to do with really I didn't feel it was I thought dance schools was more just about the ex- external technical journey and not about the, the personal journey that the dancers on the actual the emotional and mental experience of that child. So I thought I don't want to be a dance school because that's what that's all about. I want to be something different. But I realised that actually I am a dance school and actually dance schools can be different. So I thought, but well, this one's going to be different and it is going to be all about the mental journey as well. Now, you took a big step yes. uh, in, the, in, the, in this last year, didn't you? And uh, tell us just a wee bit about, about how that began to stir in you and, and, and something of your journey to realising the acquisition, you know, in terms of renting or leasing the, uh, the old British Legion uh, mm. Hall in, in Central Christchurch. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, you know, I'd grown into not just a, a little club in a church hall, but grown into a dance school. Um, and it was becoming just increasingly difficult and stressful renting different premises. And I was growing and I was wanting to open more classes, um, but using school halls as well was really limiting. That was getting worse because of their restrictions. And, you know, it's it. I just knew that if I'd had my own place, we we would be an even tighter community. It would just allow, you know, friendships to grow even more, the, the children to feel they've got that identity and that, that safe space to come to and dance. Um, and, and it would just, yeah, it would help us to be a stronger community because we just have that freedom. So I started looking um, 
but you know, I knew it was going to be a tough one. Um, there was one place I went to actually, which was an industrial estate, sort of uh, pure well way, um, but that just didn't end up being right. And I very quickly got quite discouraged and thought, oh, I'm never going to find anywhere. But it's got to be in Christchurch. I really felt like that that was the right place. Um, Bournemouth's got a hundred dance schools, um, and I just, you know, this is this is my home. This is the home of all the students and families. And then one of the one of the um, parents from the dance school actually Jane Percival who is one of my longest standing families and been with me for such a long time always remember the text and she sent through the picture of the British Legion um it was up with I can't remember state agents now but she sent me a picture of it so I thought I'll go and have a look looked at it um thought okay yeah would need a lot of work but what an amazing premises to actually have a shop front to actually be on a street and I just thought, no way, that's just that's just way too good to be true. That's just silly, Julie. It's you know, I wouldn't be able to afford it. I'm not big enough, I'm not good enough. I could you know You're still no thinking those negative <laughs> thoughts. Well after it's those. not true, is it? It's not true. I know that now. But um I, I you know, I, I just pursued it. I thought, well, you know, there's no harm in just sort of pursuing it a little bit and seeing where it takes me. And it just started to become a little bit more real and a bit more, you know, my goodness, maybe, maybe this could happen, but you know, am I, or am I just being mad is this just absolutely crazy it's just a stupid idea and I just need to stay where stay where I belong you know in a church hall that's where I should be and um but obviously the excitement was just burning in me and this like the thought of having a home for the for the children and so I was driving up Carberry Avenue and I just thought this is the moment where I really need to make sure that you know I'm praying about this because you know I, I do believe that you know I have a I do have a faith and I just I just think if you go off to a sideline and, and get pulled away by your own emotions sometimes, you, you could end up making quite a big mistake in your life and I didn't want to do that. And I thought, if I know he's behind me, somehow it would be okay. So I prayed. And, and that's the moment where he just said, yes, take it, but give it back to the community. Don't just keep it for yourself. And it's not just about Mad for Dance. This is about something much bigger and something much more important than just dance. And I, I, I'm, as I said before, I am really passionate about dances in my bones and it's just, it will always be in me. But actually what's overtaken that passion is just seeing children and young people grow and knowing, you know, if I could actually help make that happen, help have that impact in their lives. And that passion to do more in the community for young people actually has overtaken even my passion for dance which I never thought it could but that's just something that he's grown in me and that having that belief honestly gave me the confidence to say okay yeah let's do it and then literally seconds later Helping Young Minds literally was kind of born in me if you like it was like and that's what we're going to call the charity because <laughs> if we have this building this is what we mm. need to do we need to do more and actually you know putting together the, the well-being of the young people and you're working with a lot of young people yeah. over th- over 300 uh, now and growing you know so obviously that's a lot there's a lot of young people and of course those young people have will have been impacted in all sorts of ways not just by covid but by you know th- sadly many things that, that go on in families and so on and, and i guess that you guys get to see you know some of that of course, having the green light from from God is great because that, that at least give you an assurance. Yes, Julie, go for it and mm. give it back to the community. What it didn't remove, of course, was all those barriers that you've got to you know you have to acquire the building, you have to negotiate, mm. and all of that. How did you find the journey once you had that that sense of God saying, "Yep, yeah, 
go for it. Mm. Uh, what was it like from that point onwards? So was it still tough? Much harder than I ever thought it would be. <laughs> like... All so of it. God didn't and say, don't you worry, Julie, <laughs> yeah. just sit there and I'll sort it all out oh, for you. It felt really touch and go. And, <laughs> you know, working with the solicitors and then working with the, the property manager from the Royal British Legion. And oh, I just didn't think solicitors <laughs> could make a life so difficult. And just, you know, getting the contract done took months. It, it took months and months. And, you know, it was really hard because it's just it's not what I'm used to. It's not my thing. It's. You know, I don't understand legal language. You know, my solicitor was great, but it, it was just, yeah, I mean, Did I you can't ever even think, explain what, what it. Have I started this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was just frustrating. It's like, I just want to use this building for something really good and I'm going to be a really good tenant. And why are you making this so difficult? You know, all the other, all the other parties involved. But you just, you just have to keep going. And it didn't, I didn't think it would take so long. I think it was probably about six months to a year. I can't remember now, for just the legal process before I could even get the keys and get in there. That that was just, that was probably in a way the hardest bit because you just never quite know which direction it's going to go and whether suddenly it's just not going to happen. Um, but then, I mean, the, the builders were absolutely brilliant. That was obviously the second stint of the project. Reno- renovating the, a renovating very, very it, old yeah. building, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so the sign of the contract was a, a really amazing moment. I had two people with me, Ali and Chloe, who have worked with me for a long time at the dance school. And Chloe's my assistant principal now. And she's absolutely amazing. She carries all those same sort of vision and beliefs that I do for young people. An amazing dance teacher, but really believes in the well-being of children and that journey that we're on with them and how important it is that, you know, we, we help them as much as possible. So they're with me in that moment. Um, and then my husband is just an amazing man and has always believed in me from the beginning um, and not just invested a lot of time and energy into supporting me, but the personal financial investment as well wouldn't have happened without him because as a dance teacher, I haven't been able to save up much money over the years. You just sort of, you know, it's not a massively lucrative business to be in um, but he's worked hard all his life and thanks to him we were actually able to complete the project without him it, the project would have been 25% done <laughs> because it was just yeah. yeah as any building work it always costs a lot more than what you think it might so yeah. can you remember the day it, all the work was done the building was yours uh, the work had been done uh, and the almost the well, I suppose the end and the beginning. You know, the end of the of getting to where you wanted to be, but the beginning of an exciting new journey into mm. a mad for dance. As as far as that's concerned, it must have been an f- amazing feeling. Yeah, no, it was. I think like I think like we said before with transformations, there's always there's a very gradual element to it, isn't there? And even with like you know, when you've done home renovations, there's always more bits that you sort of want to do so there, there's never a, a complete moment where you think oh it's completely done but certainly when the floor went down the mirrors and the the ballet bars went up that was a really special moment because that that was the dance studio bit then that was like this really is a dance studio now which is like for a you know, dance teacher that's a, a massive dream come true it's you know really exciting to have your studios that you can put up the photos of the kids you know in shows and you can put your logo up and had this amazing artist who drew um a dancer, I gave him a picture and he's a graffiti artist actually, but a very, very gifted artist. And we've got this amazing sort of mont- uh, collage up on a wall. 
Um, and yeah, seeing the kids come in on the first day when we opened, we had the balloons up. We had uh, some people taking pictures and things. It was, yeah, really, really special. But every time I walk into the studios, it just feels really special. I still don't walk in just thinking, oh, just, you know, it's just work. Yeah. It's just an amazing place. And of course, what you were talking the last time you were on Hope FM was it was was your new charity helping mm. helping young minds. Yeah. Uh, and that that's, was such an exciting. I listened to your interview uh, and I thought, my goodness, that's incredible. I suppose you're just working with young people all the time. And I guess mm. young people who go to the dance school, uh, what, what, what sort of ages are we looking at? Yes, yeah, so the dance school is from four, three years and upwards. Um, but I think, you know, what I'd like to say is I have seen dance have a really positive impact on children, and young people, as I probably said earlier. Mm. But as a dance school, we are a dance school um, and we are our, our ethos and culture is all about well-being. It's all about nurturing. It's about, you know, making sure children are taught in an environment where they can feel safe and they can feel heard and they can feel that they are being embraced and recognised as dance students but we are still a dance school you know we also push for high standards we want to make sure the kids are growing technically we're doing the shows so we're still quite limited and I've learned over the years also parents a lot of parents just want to send their children to dance school and they just want them to dance they don't want someone to come and start talking about anxiety or they want it to be quite separate which I totally respect because you know they want to know what, what, how their children are being exposed. So the charity for me meant I could do more than just offer dance. I could do, I could see more being done for young people. Then, I mean, dance is, like I say, really powerful. But over the years, more and more, parents have come to me and said, actually, my child's really struggling. She's not sleeping. She's really anxious. She's having panic attacks. She's not eating. You know, and I've been like, oh, she's like, and she'll say dance is really helping, but actually she's still really struggling. So it means that, you know, we've got the parameter of the dance school that can function, that can be the best it can be, but we can't we can't make it all right through the dance school. Mm. Well, I mean, people are people, aren't they? And we bring our whole selves, our mental health, mm. and they say that one in four of us are impacted, you know, at some point in our lives because of poor mental health uh, and so on. And, of course, traditionally there's been a lot of stigma. And it seems to me perfect sense that when you're enabling young people to develop skills, in this case in terms of dance, mm. uh, but but actually it's, it's, it's a natural progression, isn't it, to take a, a, a broader interest in the whole child, the whole, Absolutely. the whole young person. But nevertheless, it's another scary journey for you because you mm. have to fund all this new and setting up a charity. Julie, you know, I, I think, you know, you've, you've switched on the tab. I mean, having got to the stage where you now uh, are able to lease and refurb, you know, the building in Christchurch, that the sky's the limit. Has it built your confidence in terms of, do you now realise that, that, that actually anything is possible? It's just making sure that you find the right niche yeah find the right niche and it's yeah like I say it's just all about that belief isn't it the belief that the journey you're on is the right journey for you mm-hmm. I think um, I think one of the great things about dance and what we're trying to obviously do within the charity as well is there's, there's for me the dance is three things for a child or young person I really believe if it's taught in the right way, in the right environment, it builds a real strong sense of confidence because you, you can see what you can achieve. You've got that sense of dancing, being on stage, feeling proud of who you are. The second thing I really believe it does, it gives you a sense of purpose because you know, you've, you're on this journey, you've, you've got people around you of like mind and you've got a reason to get up in the morning. You've got something that you believe in. You've got 
this sense of purpose a lot of kids obviously do and maybe end up wanting to go off and do it as a career but even if you, if even if you don't it still gives you a sense of purpose because you're part of something you're achieving something mm-hmm. and then it also gives you a sense of belonging and I think those three things are really profound and really important in all our lives is to is that, that self-belief to a point because like I said actually for me self it wasn't more about self-belief it was about belief in what I was doing and where I was going not in myself but I do believe in myself now. I can say that. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> um, self-belief, a sense of purpose and belonging is just so important. Yeah. Um, well, Julie, many congratulations on getting to where you've been. Now, obviously, we need to tell people that they, they'll find the school in the old British Legion building. And I, the, the name of the school is Mad Four Dance. Yeah. And the four, my Irish accent, you know, sometimes misleads people, but the four is the letter four. It's, yeah, I would say number Num- four. The number four. Sorry, the number <laughs> four. Right. You're, you're quite right. The number, the number four dot com. Yeah. So, so it's Mad Four Dance dot com. Yeah. And also, you have you got a, you've got a separate website for helping yeah. uh, young minds as well. Yeah. What is yeah. that? That is helpingyoungminds.org.uk. And you're doing the full range in terms of, of dance. And, of course, we haven't touched on things like uh, your shows and so on. But mm. what you'll have to do is you'll have to come back yeah. uh, bring some. I know you brought you brought your youth ambassador with you. That's right, from help. the charity. Uh, so you'll have to bring you have to bring some of those young people because it's nothing like young people talking for themselves. Yeah, isn't that's it? right. Yeah, absolutely. You, and we wish you you know every every success you know as you go forward and uh, you're you're an inspiration and. Mm. I think we all need that, don't we? Going into a new year mm. with a sense. Of, where, where would you like to be? You know, what 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 is your? I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying, where would you like to be? You've got lots on your plate, but you know. <laughs> yeah. But you know, at the end of this year, what would you? Where would you like to be? Um, I'd really like the charity to you know for more people to know about the charity. At the moment, obviously, it's a, a lot of people that come to our charity events. The people through the dance school, which is lovely and great but it'd be great to be reaching out into the community more in the wider area um and for us the dance school just to be doing all the things we love doing again for covid to be pretty much gone and we can just get on and yeah enjoy dancing this is hope fm